Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. But any politician that promises that, that that is actually an asset for most companies um, is one of the most invest, important investment pools of all time. And that's why um, even going back to affirmative action, um, and it's already happened in some cases, but even w- with this ruling, we're going to see a lot more white citizens attend HBCUs at scale over the next 20 years as well. They have to keep that college student loan bubble afloat because if not if it bursts mm. it would be one of the biggest crashes in the history of the united states of america so um i know it was a great promise it was a great campaign point but no president will ever be able at scale to be uh, will be allowed to uh forgive student loan and, and i wish that it was i think we have to have a completely different conversation around if college at this price is worth the investment because college was not always this expensive. Going back to that um, investor cap table, if you will, like if you graduate from undergrad, what is the multiple that you're getting on the degree? A lot mm-hmm. of times people will blame it on the student and say, hey, well, they're not picking the right major. I know business majors that are coming out in undergrad and they're $160,000 in debt. Then you want them to go get an MBA and not have any great prospects. Like 
a lot of things in the country need to change. But the reason why the pricing of school keeps going up because it's one of the few monopolies that still exist that they have legislative power and already in place to make sure that those rules don't change so that that tranche of money does not get messed with and that liquidity pool for them does not dry up so um hey what do you what do you think the the immediate economic impact is going to be right october this well, let's is talk the, about it, is it they have to start paying that's what i said let's, that's why i won't go, I won't go like there the facts of it so the facts is like october people are going to have to start paying for the first time since 2020 it was frozen for frozen and, and we talked about that and we talked about you know Payments are frozen, but if you, could, if you do pay, it is going to go directly to your principal. Some people did take advantage of that. I know a lot of people were like, I'm not paying anything until I hear a decision. Well, we now we've heard a decision mm -hmm. and people are going to have to start paying. And people that are coming from a, out of an economic crisis like the pandemic was, you know, you didn't factor in paying back student loan. Yeah. Right. And there's people who have graduated since that. There's been two graduating classes since that. And we know from graduating, six months after you graduate, that student loan bill is coming. Yep. And a lot of people haven't factored that in um, into their income, their discretionary income. And so now what, what role does that play? Can people not invest? And what things are happening? So one of the things that uh, President Biden has said is that he's putting plans in, right? He saw that it got rejected, but he's putting plans in. One of the things that he announced is that there's going to be a one-year on-ramp for loan repayments during which borrowers who miss payments won't be reported to the credit bureaus, placing the fault or referred to debt collection agencies. So that's a one year thing that, that he's, he's putting in place. They're estimating this is going to be over a $200 million loss in the first few months of repayment. 200, maybe, yeah, 200 million, 200 billion, perhaps. 200 billion, not 200 million, excuse me. $200 billion loss in the first few months of the repayment starting because of people not allocating money for this type of repayment what, what's your thoughts on the economic impact that the restart is going to have it's going to have a huge impact um two things like you can't blame the the end user when or the person who got the loan because they were promised a bill of goods that is not being delivered to them on the back end if we're going to be really honest when they keep saying it's job market is stronger than ever i keep saying where Talk to people at Meta, talk to people at Google. You guys talk to people. I'm not seeing a proliferation of a jobs from 125 to 300,000 mm -mm. becoming readily available. It is not there. This three card Monty game that they're playing with a job report is a con. There are no quality jobs. Like, okay, put in chat. Yes, if you feel that there are quality jobs in the United States of America right now, or no. Right. And even when, when you say quality, and, and that's why when you, you, you look at the job report, it's really important to see when they say that the jobs are increasing or it beat estimates, look at where the jobs are. If you look at the number one place, usually it's hospitality. Mm -hmm. So when we're Second. talking about, right? So when we're talking about careers that are paying 150 to three, how many of those jobs are being created? Not many. Also, I mean, I uh, talked about this earlier. Um, the median 401k balance is $27,000. Credit card debt is at an all-time high amongst consumers of all races and all classes. Balances are being held longer than ever. It is showing that our economy is a lot softer or weaker. So why? And this is the main reason why they won't announce if we are in recession. Because if we actually say United States win a recession, everyone's going to say to hell with the payments because they know from the last recession. If I'm in debt, what good does it do me? 
to pay you five hundred, seven hundred, a thousand dollars a month, and it's not going to make it a dent in the actual principal. Right. Most, the average car payment now is like seven ninety. It's crazy. This is insane. Yeah. If this was a business model, everything about America right now as a business model will be broken and upside mm -hmm. down. It would be like Lucid Motors or something like in 2020. Hertz. Like, it is upside down and no one wants to say anything. Also, too, the timing of it, when this was being announced, it was during, like, an election period. So, of course, you can't say, well, no, you're going to have to pay your student loans. Like, politicians are going to lie. Like, the politicians normally are the guy that says whatever they need to to get what they need for that one night. Normally, the unfortunate part with these politicians, you have to live with it for four years. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did, to his credit, to Joe Biden's credit. I'm a registered independent, by the way. So I'm not, I don't have any allegiance to any political party. Um, but to Joe Biden's credit, I think he, he tried to um, get it through. And he, yeah. the, court, the court knocked it down. They had it up and running for a few years. I think yeah. it would have been in his interest to actually make sure that it was permanent because that would have definitely helped him on the, on the re-election if he wants to run for president again. Yeah. Um, but this goes back to the court. It, so, 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 so Supreme Court Roberts is one of the main reasons that it didn't go through. And the reason when you looked at the, the you know, some of the, the facts that they were saying why they didn't pass it was because the impact that it was going to have on the state of Missouri. So most of the people who have student loans, if you ever seen Mohilo, you know, that's one of the, the student, student loan repayment centers. The economic impact that it was going to have on them for the long term would have hindered the state GDP of Missouri. And Missouri? The yeah. show me state, yeah, because that's what a loan center is. Yes, people's gonna lose jobs. But that they're gonna lose money because they're gonna. If you forgive, let's say you forgive two hundred billion, think about what that does to the economy of well, that state. But what about the economy for millions of people that have but, that can't afford their student this is loans? Why, so this is why I'm saying, like, what? when you look into it, it's like, yo, damn, that most was people like, never think long term. Yeah, but no, most people are not even thinking like Missouri yeah. was the reason. And this is one of the things that they're saying in the court. And their argument was like, it actually is going to bring more business, right? Because there's over the past two to three years, a lot of businesses that relied on student loan repayment, like Mojito's not the only one, they've had to go out of business because there was no repayments. The fact that Mojito's still in business tells you, like, yo, they can now run a monopoly because they're the last one standing or one of the few standing. Yeah. So now all business goes to them. Um, so, it's, I mean, these are the type of things that nobody talks about that are happening. Another thing that Biden is, is trying to do as well, uh, on top of having that one year. Um, not reporting to the credit bureaus um, is that they're lowering uh, the income base. So income base used to be 10% of your discretionary income. They're cutting that down to five, which means th obviously the more you make, if you're paying 5% as opposed to 10, there's some some cash available to yourself. So that's another one of those things that they're trying to do. Hopefully something gets passed. Um, I have student loan. I was sitting here like, hey, let, let's see what happens. But, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll do the my, my everyday citizen thing and, and, and try to do the right thing when it comes to this. I mean, it comes down. I don't know about the Missouri thing. I think that might just be a, a it comes down to money. It comes down to money. I don't care if it's New York City, Missouri, Alaska, Hawaii. There's there's billions of dollars that would have been lost if these loans were forgiven. Mm -hmm. So this is banks and institutions funds and pension funds. Everybody that's putting pressure on the politicians on the judges everything like look you if you do this we're going to lose billions of dollars it's common sense nobody wants to lose billions of dollars yeah. when billions of dollars are on the line that's the common sense things yeah. things get moved but when they have to report they got to find a reason yeah well you could say anything yeah. so th can, this yeah. is like literally this is what they're saying 
Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And who who knows how much money they were making on the float of those billions as well. Um, There's so much stuff going on, like on the municipality side, too. If any kind of inducements were given out or let's say, I don't know if this is true, but let's say hypothetically, if they were making three to five percent off of it per year and that's keeping another fund up, like you can't just have that money leave a pool and then all of a sudden like those disbursements are not going anywhere if anyone thinks that billions of dollars is coming into an organization and they're just putting it in the zero percent interest account somewhere it's not fucking happening it's not it's not happening at spotify it's not happening at netflix rumble nowhere nowhere rumble because if so you think the espn layoffs were a lot let that student loan forgiveness that had happened it would have been a list of the top two complex make that list of who would have got laid off Y'all want to y'all want to make a list. The top twenty layoffs. Yo, all these all these lists about the best hip hop group and the best rapper and the best producer and the best break dancer. Make that list. (laughs) Start with the top culture vulture list and then work your way down. (laughs) Can we start with the black vultures? I still want to do the villains (laughs) and vultures tour. I do the villains and vultures tour. Hit the like button and share. Shout out to Adam twenty two. (laughs) <laughs> I would never. <laughs> but shout out to Russell King. It's like Boogie Nights Part Two. Boy, looking <laughs> on it. It's no fun if we it's all. all fun, it's all fun and games when it's in the movie until it's your Adam, real life. Listen, Hayden <laughs> and Vestin has considered that's a credit default swap for real. That's a different kind of swap. <laughs> the default swap of a lifetime. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Better Pay it forward. Better <laughs> man than me. Boy. Wow. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.